Hey team, it's Mon, and this is How's Your Head, an extension of the health classes you missed where every week I check in with everyday people and ask that very simple question, how's your head? Together, we'll open up the conversation, break down the stigma, and inspire you to check in with the people that you care about. Let's go. Quick disclaimer here, no one in these episodes is a mental health professional. If you are struggling with your mental health, please contact Lifeline on 131114 today or seek help from your local GP or other mental health professional. Look after yourselves. Good morning, guys, and welcome back to another How's Your Head episode. For those of you who listen to these episodes, you will know that this is not generally how they start. It is just me here this morning. If you do follow me on Instagram, you might have seen my story this morning. Um, I am really, really sorry, but we have fallen into a few technical difficulties. It happens. It is fine. I decided I'm going to get something out today for you guys anyway, and just maybe explain a little bit of what is going on this week. I do feel a little bit bad because I know if you listen to Monday's episode, I kind of baited you guys with this whole, oh, it's going to be a little different one this week for How's Your Head, and then I haven't been able to release it. So I'll talk to you about the plan of that. I think, interestingly, like on the mental health topic, this morning when I realized that I wasn't going to be able to get one out this week, I initially, and I do this all the time, I just freaked out. And I just went, oh my God, what am I going to do? This isn't this. It's not consistent. How am I going to do this? Blah, blah, blah. Stress city. And then luckily I sat down, Stratos was home this morning and he was like, you know what? Just figure it out. What are we going to do? What's the solution here? How can we get something out? And we kind of had this whole brainstorm and it was really good. It was really good to have someone there to be like, what's the point in stressing? Just get up figure something out, do something, the listeners will appreciate it. And that was really nice. I do I do want to apologize that um, the original episode is not out, but I am so, so, so grateful that there are even people who are messaging me saying, oh, where's today's episode? The thought that people, you know, are excited to listen to this podcast every week, the How's Your Head and the Health Classes You Missed episodes is absolutely wild to me still. It's huge. The podcast has continued to grow over the past few weeks and I just, I am so grateful. I cannot thank you all enough for being here, for listening and for giving me the opportunity to keep going with this. It absolutely means the world to me. Now, as some of you may know, I said it on Monday's episode as well. I am absolutely obsessed with birthdays. I love my own. I love everyone else's. I think it's such a fun time. The plan for this week was actually to release an episode of How's Your Head, but I was the subject of that episode. Now, that is still going to be released. I'm not going to say too much about it because I still want it to be a bit of a, not surprise now, obviously, but just, I don't want to give too much away. So that is going to come out next week and I've got a new plan. So today we are going to dive back 
into a few episodes, a few of my favorite parts, whether that is some advice for mental health, maybe it's someone's personal mental health story, whatever it is, I've picked a few little parts and I'm going to share them in kind of a recap episode for you today. I know that I'm one of those people, sometimes I listen to things and at the time I think, yes, I'm getting so much out of this, but then it ends and all of a sudden I've forgotten half of it. This recap episode may allow you to remember maybe some of the parts that you have forgotten in previous episodes, maybe some of the skills, the habits of other people that help them. It's almost like a bit of uh, explicit teaching on my part here with these, uh, these recaps as well. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this recap episode. Once again, really sorry not to get the, I guess, birthday episode out this week. Hold tight though, it is coming next week. Thank you for the support. As always, let's get into a few snippets. This first part here is from the episode called How's Your Head Being the New Kid at 27 with Alex. Fun fact here, Alex was actually the first person I've ever interviewed who I don't know for the How's Your Head episode. So this was a really cool one. Have a squeeze at this. Oh, well, that's so good. I think like so lovely that you had obviously your parents to help and take care of you and be there for you in that moment. I know you you did say like mates were checking in on you as well, which is of course so important. On that kind of uh, like topic of relationships, what relationships in your life are you most grateful for? I mean, I'm assuming the one with your parents is probably going to be an obvious answer, but you know, do you have any of those kinds of relationships where you can just call on someone, you can check in or you know they're going to check in on you know, with you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Tell me a bit about that. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I I think I have a really great sort of community around me. I mean, not physically around me, but in terms of people that I can reach out to. I've got some. I, I don't. I don't really want to even name names because. Yeah, <laughs> you'll you'll miss bit, someone. <laughs> miss some people, but you know, there's some. I've got some best friends from school uh, that I still catch up with like weekly, and, and we talk through all sorts of things. I've got. Um, best friends that I used to live with in, in Brisbane when I went to a uni who now I like you know one lives in Melbourne and I, I phone him weekly um, just to catch up and talk through sort of what's been going on and then um, you know more recently sort of in Mount Isa there's a couple of people up there that I can I can I know I can lean on to uh, you know to talk through things out and um, yeah there's a couple of really good mates that as I said it was a, it was a good community to to get around it and have those sort of deeper conversations. Yeah. Uh, so I sort of introduced, especially one mate uh, who might listen to this. So Okay. Hi to that <laughs> uh, mate. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I introduced him. Like I like to listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Like, you know, including your own. Oh, but thank you. I, Appreciate it. I um, I started sort of on, on Dylan Friends. Yeah. Sort of my first podcast ever. Uh, and that's, you know, been a, been a pretty cool journey. And that took me to... Hugh Van Kylenberg and the Resilience Project and the Imperfects. Yeah, good one. Um, and you know, yeah, and I, you know, I love. It's like sort of almost my routine now. For when a new episode comes out, I will go for a walk or I will, you know, do some activity or or find something to do where I can listen to this podcast and and take it all in. So they, you know, this made up in Mount Isa. I sort of introduced, helped him introduce him to Dylan Friends and then on to the Imperfects. Um, and you know, we have some really good discussions now about those. So I guess sort of deeper topics and. And um, you know, trying to trying to make it comfortable for the both of us to, to have those conversations, and then also you know our other mates around us that might not be 
sitting down and listening to the podcast um, as such. But you know, we're still trying to trying to make it that sort of open, yeah, open talking. If if you know what I mean. Yeah, I love that, and I love that. It's something, I mean, I, I don't even know if Dill would know the impact that he's having in that uh, sense. Yeah. Like, I don't even know. I'm sure, like, the Imperfects have a bit more of a focus on mental health and all of that. I know Dill, yeah. you know, talks about it a lot. But how cool is that, that you're actually using that as a tool to go and talk to your mates about particular topics that maybe are covered with guests and whatever else? I think it's super important, um, like, particularly for men and for boys to really grow up now getting used to doing that i mean we know yeah. like the statistics that you know more men uh commit suicide than than women and it's it's an ongoing problem that yeah, you know absolutely. you have to toughen up when we talk about all of those things and breaking that down you know step by step one by one like even you just just shouting out to your mate and being like hey how about we both listen to this episode or whatever you do and then you know have a chat about it and, and talk about it and talk about our feelings like that is awesome i love that yes yeah a really great episode there awesome from alex next one here is actually from my brother jaron he as we talk about in this episode, is so disciplined with what he does in his life. Talking a little bit about routine here, this episode is called Headphones In, World Out. Let's go. All right, so you spoke you spoke a little bit about routine. Yes. Why is routine important for you? Routine is important because it keeps me organised. If I'm not in a routine, I'm a very disorganised person. Yeah. Um, and having a routine is a big thing for me. Yeah, I mean, in terms of mental health, absolutely. Like, you know, I read I read a few books, um, and there was this psychologist that I really enjoyed his work, um, and he pointed out massively to, you know, take personal responsibility for your for your life and and organize things in your life as best as you can. You know, I'm not saying I'm I'm not perfect at all, but I definitely make that you know, at, at the forefront is to try and organise things and to have a routine. So I eat pretty boring, you know. I, I drink the same smoothie every day after gym and I, you know, I, I do those things um, just so I'm organised, so I'm not all over the place, you know. Yeah, I feel like you say, like, boring, but I reckon, <laughs> personal opinion, I mean, chicken and rice, classic. Chicken and rice? I jazz it up a little bit, you know. Jazz it up jazz sometimes. It. I jazz it up sometimes. But you're, like, you have always been so disciplined when you like when you are focused on something like for example your health you're a very healthy individual why do you think that is like how do you do that cuz i'm nothing like that nothing like that i don't understand how we came from the same two people and you are just this like you're just like a machine and you just get shit done and then uh, i'm just just not I just yeah tell me how that happens how are you so disciplined (laughs) and also is that like something that you need to maintain for your mental health as well or do you just feel like that's something that's natural to you how am I so disciplined I don't know I don't know and I have things that I'm not disciplined with right but to to me something I think that's come super easy to me is the eating and and the routine of of going and training I just think purely because I hate and I fear the idea of not doing it. Yeah. If that makes sense. So like, it's like it's like, like it's a full non-negotiable it. for you. 
it's non-negotiable. Not doing it makes automatically makes me feel worse. Yeah. So I know, like, you know, even if I've, you know, had a shit night's sleep and I wake up and I'm like, oh, like, I really could go back to bed. The idea of missing, right, that routine because I'll train a body part a day once a week. So if I miss that day, it's the waiting till the next week. Yeah, your that. whole thing's and I out hate of whack. The idea of yeah, I hate the idea of you know not not doing it more than I love the idea of doing it. So that, so that makes perfect sense. So, but yeah, it's always something that's come really natural to me. I think like and you know this from from dad like he'll just eat what he you know has to eat. It's kind of food's more like fuel and. And um, you know, and I, I, I eat the occasional uh, snack when I can. You know, <laughs> we were smashing donuts last night. <laughs> we sure were. Loaded up on the pizza and donuts and McDonald's yesterday. So yeah, we had a day. <laughs> we had a day. Yeah, we absolutely did. But yeah, other than that, just routine. Like I, yeah, I'll gen generally I'll eat the same food every day, and I'll I'll do the same sort of training every week for gym and and keep myself in that routine just because it's. Yeah, it does help my mental health, absolutely. There you have it. Such a good mindset there from Jars. I actually reckon that is, I don't like saying my top episodes, but that has to be one of my favorite episodes. I love them all, of course, but I just reckon he spoke so well about all of this stuff. The next one we've got here is from Maddie. This one's a little bit more recent and was done in the studio, so you will definitely notice the audio difference. Enjoy this snippet. You talked about boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the importance of those on your mental health? And why Why do you think boundaries are important? I think, I think they're important because it shows you, like, where your limits are just as a person. And, like, I think once you're aware of that, you have a little bit more control, like maybe that's, you know, maybe I'm a control freak, but I think you have a little bit more control over like how you let things affect you yeah, and how you deal with things as well. And I think it makes you a little bit more aware of like, oh, okay, no, that's actually like going over like one of my boundaries or one of my limits. And so now I need to like figure out how to work with that and what I'm going to do with it. And if I'm going to like cut it out or if I'm going to just like, okay, maybe it's a more of a challenge and how am I going to like overcome it? Do you feel like that's something you've had to really learn? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. that's like a big like mental health thing as well. Mm. If work is something that's taking over your life essentially, which mm. I know that you are such a workaholic, which yeah. is great. Like you're so. <laughs> it's got its, you know, good and bad things about it. But Well, you yeah. just, you're very motivated and determined yeah. in your work, which is awesome. Has there been a time where you found that you haven't been able to set clear boundaries and did that impact the way that you felt? Yeah, definitely last year. I think as well, like with boundaries, a lot of, I I think when I was a bit younger, like a lot of my time I was people pleasing a lot and like just saying yes to everything because I didn't want to be a burden or be difficult or, you know, be a problem. And I just wanted to have every single opportunity that I could ever have. And, you know, now I think that that's where your boundaries come in because you you need to know like, okay, if you're not enjoying it, you actually don't have to stick with it. You are allowed to take a step back and like, you know, especially with work, if you're working a lot of the time, you want to enjoy it. Yeah. I think last year, like I was definitely doing way too much and too many things at once. And it did start to affect like how I felt like I was feeling very burnt out and very tired. And, you know, with that comes, 
you know, like irritability and not really being able to like control my emotions or even like really be aware of them. Like I felt like I was just like in a cycle and like sleepwalking through things and like not really even then enjoying them. And then it's like, well, what's the point of even doing it all? Yeah. Yeah. A million percent. How do you pick yourself up after that? Like how do you show resilience after that? Um, I, I think I retreat. I think that's like my first thing that I do. Like I kind of go, I just like stop everything, which again is another thing like with balance and stuff. I want to be better at that. I don't, it doesn't always have to be like all or nothing, but I think when you get to that point where you are completely burnt out, you do need to kind of take a step back and just like rest and recover. Like I go down to the beach a lot. I think that really helps me, um, just kind of reset my mind and just get away from everything for a little bit. Yeah. And then, yeah, after I do that for a few days, like I really feel like, okay, I'm starting to feel a little bit more normal again. Such a good episode from Maddie there. That one is called Putting Yourself First. As I said, a more recent one. So good talking about boundaries, about how to set boundaries, about how to avoid burnout, about the importance of avoiding burnout, especially, you know, enjoying your job and making sure that you're not getting to a point where you resent what you do. Maddie talks a lot about, you know, we're we're at our jobs five days a week, most of us. Really important to like what you do. Make sure you check that one out if you haven't already. Our final snippet of today, guys, is I know I know I said no favorites, but I'm going to say it for this one. This was one of my all-time favorite. It's my favorite chat. It is my favorite chat from How's Your Head thus far. I loved doing this one. I just thought it was so fantastic. It made it even better because of how nervous this person was. This episode is with Dan O'Connor, who is actually my brother-in-law. It is... I can't even explain it. We talk about a lot. It was awesome. The episode is called Unconditional Love. Let's listen to one of many good snippets from this episode. It's just who I am. I call people. I talk. I just, that's the best thing about my mental health that keeps me healthy is just talking and socializing. So I do love it. I love being busy. I love everyone around all the time. Do you reckon you are like with that, like obviously talking, having your mates around, having your family, Mm. do you reckon you are like you would say you're really open with your mental health? Yeah, I think I am. I think I've gotten better as the time's gone on. I think I was very, very not sheltered, but I didn't really speak about it to anyone when I was younger. Like I had some, from about 18 onwards, my life kind of changed in a in a bad and a good way, but yeah. I never spoke about it to anyone until I was, God knows how old I was. And um, now I just, I just don't care. Like I love to talk about things because it's the best thing I ever did was speak. Like I didn't speak yeah. to a professional, I just spoke to my friends. Um, and it really did change the way I thought about mental health and the way I was treating myself. Like I was a big bottler, like I just bottle yeah. it. And I would never get angry or upset, but I just never spoke. So I didn't yeah. really... I didn't really have any emotions to it. Like I was just like. You're almost numb to it Yeah, a I had bit. this huge life-changing thing happen and then I was just numb. Like I yeah. didn't do anything. But that's a response in itself as well, yeah. though, isn't it? Like, yeah. Like I wasn't an angry person or a sad person. I was just like I was just nothing. I was just. And then I spoke about it and then it kind of like opened me up to being a really big speaker and being yeah. honest. And people are just there for you, I found, like your friends and your family. And it yeah. does just help talking and not. Yeah, always thinking that you can solve it on your own. Yeah, I think that's like a massive thing, particularly for men. Yeah, like that. You know, having and I know you said you're 18. You're obviously like a young young, man. Um, but like having that real 
sense of like oh, I just need to figure it out myself and yeah. I can do it myself and it's okay like but and no one you, cares I felt yeah, like oh like, why would this person care I was just more, I was very embarrassed about the situation yeah um, and that made me think that oh well everyone's just going to think ill of me or bad of me yeah. for being like for the situation and then oh if I speak about it I'm just going to get embarrassed and then they're just yeah. going to think I'm I don't know like less than I, you know, already think I am. Yeah. Which I think was like, oh, well, I'm just not going to speak But it's about almost it. like a protection thing yeah, though, isn't it? Correct. Like you yeah, were kind yeah, of yeah. like, I don't want to feel yeah. worse and yeah. I don't want to have this like pressure on me yeah. to, to yeah. you know, or like that reflection on you yeah. even. Correct. It was a big, yeah. And I hate sympathy. I don't like. Yeah. And I thought that's what, if you tell people things when I was that age, I thought that's all you get is people go like, like I'm so sorry for you, mate, and start going tippy-toeing around you or like trying to do things differently for you. And I didn't want that. And yeah. I thought, oh, well, if I don't speak about it, no one will change. Yeah. And that was the biggest thing for me with when I spoke about it, it actually helped me, not yeah. made it worse. And do you reckon like, do you reckon you have had a really positive impact on your mates and the people around you with how open you've been? Like, have you noticed that, do you think? Um, oh, yes, yes and no. Like I do, yeah, I, like I think you surround yourself with people who you kind of like, I'm 32 now. Yeah. So like the people who I'm still so close to growing up, like that I went to school with and everything, are the people that I've opened up to and we all kind of do it together. Like yeah. there was like I still have friends, like all my best mates still from high school so yeah. and know all about what happened and, you know, all the stuff that I, I've spoken about over the years and I, they've never, like I've never changed friendship groups. I've never, I've never had to um, worry about what they thought of me yeah. because – it was always going to be all right with the people I surrounded myself because I loved them and they loved me. Like I don't. So nice. That's yeah, like yeah, you yeah. knew you had like unconditional yeah, love from yeah, them, correct. which yeah. is so important, I yeah. think. And like something that, I mean, I'm saying this again, like I think is more common with boys and yeah. friendship groups. And I think it's definitely getting better for yeah, sure. For sure. But like having that and like letting your friends know that you love them unconditionally yeah. and, and speaking yeah. about it so that they know yeah. it, like, and whatever it is, like, yeah. I feel like generally people get that from family. Maybe you would hope. Correct. Yeah. Or like that's something that's like a kind of, figure or yeah, someone. like yeah. unwritten almost that, yeah. you know, that's their unconditional love yeah. there always. But for your mates as well, I think that's so important. And you guys like, yeah. You have such, I know, obviously I'm talking about you and yeah. Jay both here. Like you have such a big friendship group yeah. and so many mates around you. And I just think that's so nice. Yeah, yeah. That you and felt it, like you could have people that you could go to and you had a really strong yeah, support system correct. and still do. Yeah. And yeah. like it's it's been, what, 15 years since school and you still have the same fun and laugh about things that happened so many years ago. Yeah. But then you can still talk about the dark times. Yeah. And then still come back to being really good mates after it. Like there's yeah. no... It doesn't yeah. change anything nah, about your friendship. nothing changes, yeah. And I didn't, really, I didn't really grasp that at such a young age. Like I thought everyone would start treating me different and that's what really, that's what I kind of felt that was going to happen and nothing like that happened. I actually cannot get enough of that episode. Even the part where he goes, the best thing I ever did was speak. Like that is just awesome. Some really, really fantastic messages going through on that one. Again, that one's called Unconditional Love and that finishes us off for some of my favorite moments in the past, you know, six months or however long we have been doing How's Your Head. Once again, guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being so understanding about um, the episode and everything going on this week. I hope you guys have an awesome week. I'll be back in your ears on Monday with a no stupid questions. And then I promise that the next episode next week will be the planned one from this week. 
If you do want to hear more from me and you want to stay up to date with me, make sure you click on that follow button uh, on Instagram and also wherever you are listening to your podcast, whether that's follow, subscribe, whatever else. It means so much to me and it helps me continue to do this. Thank you guys once again. See you later.